Hey gang, let's do a hey gang. It's the first week of January. What a week, huh? People talk about the holidays are tough to get through. The first week of January is just, you're weary, and then this, it's just an uppercut. It just takes you out. Maybe not. Maybe you're recharged. You came back from the holidays recharged. It was a seamless transition for you. I mean, you, you, you've got all your ducks in a row. It's nothing. You, you, you go right to the end of the cliff there, the end of the year, and then boom. You just land on your feet down in the canyon and you start it on your January. Some of us land a little harder. But I got over it. I, um, what do you mean? I, I, well, I just, I powered through it. I knew, I knew what it was. It wasn't like, hey, why am I in a funk? Same reason everybody else is. Or not everybody. We, get, we covered that. I've been going up hiking. I've been hiking up Runyon Canyon. I've seen other comedians up there. I saw one Lucas brother up there. I saw... Well, I shouldn't name names, but... I guess I didn't. You don't know which Lucas brother was up there. Could have been either. But I had just seen 22 Jump Street, or at least 10 minutes of it, on um, cable TV. And so it was Lucas Brothers fresh in my mind. And then, boom, I manifested half of them up there. It's great to go up the mountain. Walking uphill is good. Good diet is good for the new year. Eat kale. You know, I don't have a problem eating... Here's what you got to do with kale. This is the trick to kale if you think it's disgusting and you don't want to eat it. Here's what you do. Chew on the kale, but don't inhale. Don't inhale the kale. Just chew on it as if it's foodstuffs. Just generic foodstuffs. Don't try to get any pleasure from it. Just chew on it without inhaling and you won't taste it. And then swallow it and then wash it down with something you like. What do you like, guy? Little Dr. Pepper? No. Wash it down with something healthy, but... I mean, that's that's a trick. I mean, I don't, I don't know why people complain about the taste of it. It's like, you can eat anything you want without tasting it. Or did I just discover that? I'm acting like everyone knows that. No, I think everyone knows. The one tea technique I never knew for a long time was that when you're when the plane's landing to like hold your nose and blow out and then it'll alleviate the pressure in your ears. I flew for years where I just didn't know you're supposed to do that. And I would just, I mean, literally be like gripping the side of the seats in pain. Like Captain Kirk when they put on one of those like high pitches. And they're all gripping their ears, stumbling all over the bridge. Let's see what's coming in at number five. Look at me at that coffee bean and ceiling. Quietly reading, maybe tweeting some tweeting. It walks a deep bag with no curtain seat. That's jacking like a deep bag. No, he sits right next to me. Should I leave? Should I move? I don't want to. My sacred. It's time to make it sound
That was Dragon Boy Suede with Plug Life. Produced by the great Brett Stard Morris at Stard Alley Studios. Gang, we put that one together for you. That was uh, the Dragon Boy Suede Christmas single, Plug Life. And um, I'm so glad we got it out. I'm so glad that, you know, I, I don't have to look back at 2017 as being a barren year. Devoid of Dragon Boy Suede tracks. We got that one out, Plug Life. And then over the holidays, I wrote another album. And um, it's called Horn. And um, as you know, that's a theme of my work, Horn. Um, it started with the Bieber thing. I thought, I'm not going to look at Bieber's horn. And then the horn just stuck. So I guess it's anything that sticks out of your body. There's a horn. I don't know. Hey, gang, but um, thanks for, uh, and buy Plug Life. It's on uh, Bandcamp, howardkramer.bandcamp.com. Or you could go to um, iTunes. 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 I've been going up the canyon. This is New Year's stuff. What's your resolution? Are you going to do it? Are you been doing it? I went up the, I've been going up there. Uh, I've been eating right. I've been trying not to eat processed food. When I go to the supermarket, I buy good stuff. Um, I am having a problem at the supermarket. I've got an overly social security guard situation. The kind of thing where you got to stop and talk to the guy every time. So I'm starting to do that thing where you, get, you try to guess what door he's behind and go to the other one. You know, it's like, let's make a deal. You got to pick the right door. So that is enough to make me just go to the further away branch of the supermarket. I've been doing that. Driving out of my way. Just don't have to worry about, are my pleasantries good enough? Are my volleys with the security guard? Am I on my toes enough? You know, am I, am, I, am I flowing good with the guy? So I'll just go somewhere else. That's just my solution. You know, and then the di dispensary, right? They have these pot dispensaries out here. And so the one that I had go been going to, they closed it because it's a block away from the school. You can't sell the weed a block away from the school. Which is I don't know. Can you can you have a can you have a liquor store by a school? I mean I get it. It's a good law, but I mean in LA everything's smushed together. Like the the idea that they check your ID, check to make sure you have a medical license, your age is on your ID. Well, I guess it's just like a liquor store. Sorry, you guys. Sometimes I gotta work through these things while you listen. I apologize. They don't want kids going, hey, man, go in there and buy me an eighth. I got it. Well, anyway, they closed mine. I had to go find another one. I, I go to this other one, and it's crowded. And they have a system where you got to, like the old place, you just walk in. You go, hey, dude, give me an eighth. He reaches under the counter. Here you go. Pay. Leave. This place, you tell the, the lady what you want, and then she punches it into the computer, then you go wait on the line. They have one register for everybody. So you just go wait on line behind people that are buying like $400 worth of marijuana. So I'm bullshitting with this guy. He's a Russian guy. I'm talking to him. 
He's older than me. He's like, we just start, you know. I'm like, this is like the old days when you had to go to somebody's house and BS with them. Like I was in there for 20 minutes. But I never even did that. When weed was illegal, I didn't even buy it or smoke it. I am, I am living proof that the availability of it will increase the usage. Because I didn't go into some... I'm not social like that. So, like, you hear the problem with the security guard. So I, I wasn't driving up to some guy's house to hang out with them. I went with my friend one time. That was it. Then once it got legal, then it, that changed it. Because it's like, it's just another errand. I need to get my dry cleaning. And I need to pick up some oranges. And I'm going to get five pounds of Super dank diesel. All right, guys. Let's see. What is coming in at number four? Can't hear that guy on his phone. Can't hear that couple arguing. Can't hear that pimple barking tied up outside Boston Market. Can't hear that motorcycle revving up in front of Target. Or that person cursing while they're circling because they can't find parking. Dragon Boy Sway with the Brett Stard Morris produced Bug Life. Yes, sir. Well, yeah, so weed, hiking, Cali, it mellows you out. You know, it just turns you into a Cali guy. Which, uh, like, when I call home now, like, I can't get a word in edgewise. I'm just too mellowed out from Cali with my mom, dad, anybody over there. Unless you just grab the reins and start pushing your own agenda, they just they never get to it. They tell you this, that, the other thing, the way, what they're thinking of doing, what they were thinking up until the time that they decided to do it. And I'm just, I'm in no man's land. I need an intervention. What if you could do that? You could just like pay somebody to listen in on phone calls. And just say, um, you know, like, like if someone's dominating the conversation, I don't want to butt in. So we're going to have a mediator and let them decide. So it's not on me. So they would say, bloop, uh, Mrs. Kramer, you've been talking for four minutes straight about all the things that you, you uh, went and did this week. We need you to stop, take a breath, check in with Howard and see how any of this is registering. But um, I already feel guilty for saying that. She's a great lady. She's supportive. I love her. I love you, Mom. Um, you know what's funny? When you move across country, it's like there's people in my neighborhood I see every day. You know, just looking out the window, you see them or you pass them walking down the sidewalk. And you never see your family. You know, like I see these people more than my family, which is odd. Hold on. 
So there's this guy in my neighborhood. I call him Mole Man. And he's like a guy who's got dirty clothes. He's always dirty and greasy in the same exact brown T-shirt. And then jeans that are like ripped below the calves. And he's got the worst clench. He's just completely locked up. And he's... But anyway, he always walks by... Oh, he's got thick glasses and he's grimy. He looks like he does not have a home. But he's always got like an envelope with him. He's always got an envelope. So for years now, I've seen this guy. And I'm always like, where is he going? And what the hell does he do? Does he just go sleep under a bridge? Like, why is he always en route somewhere? He's got purpose. He's not like the other guys that sit around. He's got forward thrust, this guy. So he's always waddling by, but he's always got the envelope. And I'm always thinking, one day I'm just going to tail this guy. So I think it's because I've been going up and hiking. I got energy. I got sneakers on. I was ready. And yesterday I saw him go by and I ran out to the car and I tailed the mole man. That's right, gang. Surveillance is part of my game. Stakeouts, I've done them. I've talked about them on some of the podcasts. And this time it was time to see what the mole man did with his mole time. So I followed him, and uh, I caught up with him. Then I had to pull over. Then I, you know, he, he walked past me. Then I, you know, I just would tail him, and then he cut down a block, which I didn't know that he did. I never knew that. I never knew where he went, where he stopped, what he did. Now I realize, okay, he cuts down this one block. He walks all the way down to Sunset, and then he goes to the Chase Bank. And I had not been by this Chase Bank since it was a blockbuster, okay? Now, you know me. I it was anti-blockbuster. I hated going in there. I always felt like they were ripping me off. I always felt like I was under pressure. If I didn't watch the movie on time, I was going to be... I never liked that operation. So when things... When Netflix crushed them, I was glad. And whatever comes along the crushed Subway restaurant, I'll be glad for that too. That's another story, gang. So anyway, I see him go inside the Chase Bank with his envelope. And I parked my car and I went in. And he was up at the teller window. And he was making a deposit from that envelope. I don't know if it was cash, check, I couldn't see. So what's my excuse for being in a bank? That's not my bank. So I started filling out a withdrawal slip. I just started filling it out while I'm glancing at what's going on there. I couldn't hear him talk or anything. He made the deposit and then he left. So then when he leaves, I go to leave just when like a manager, customer service guy comes out. He goes, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, uh, I forgot my wallet. And he's like, oh, you're going to need that. And I was like, yeah. And so then I left. Or I threw out the slip and took off. And then I didn't really tail him back to see where he went. But I went to go hiking and I see him sweeping up 
in front of this house up the hill, like a nice house, like what could be a really nice house, but it's like a little rundown, but he's sweeping up in there. And then I noticed that that house, I'd been inside it once because there was an estate sale in there. Some old actor had passed away and they were selling off all his like, you know, suits and hats and actor costumes and all this stuff, which was weird, by the way. Because it's like, oh, that's the end game out here. You collect all this stuff from your ups and downs and jobs and show business. And then the body gives out. And then new people come and pick through it. But anyway, this the mole man is sweeping up out in front of that house. And I'm wondering, is he the caretaker of that house? Maybe when the guy passed away, he said to the mole man, look, until you kick the bucket... You live here rent-free, you sweep up outside, and then when you pass on, the estate will sell it. I don't know, that was the first theory that popped into my head. Or maybe he's a weird, eccentric millionaire guy, and they've taken away his driving privileges, so he limps over to the bank. I don't know, gang, what are your theories? What do you think's going on there? Um... Yeah, so I know it's an invasion of privacy, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> it's the mole man. I had to see. I, I it's it's an unsolved mystery around here. I've seen the guy multiple times every single day. All right, gang. Let's see now what's coming in at number three. That car along. Can't hear that police siren. Can't hear that family fighting. Don't care that that baby's crying. Can't hear that thunder or that guy who just got struck by lightning screaming cause he caught on fire. I am fine. Everything's quiet. I live that blood life. You know how I do. I got that left hand plug and that right hand plug. I don't have to use my hands. I got that left hand plug and that That was Plug Life by Dragon Boy Suede, produced by, starred, the magnificent Brett Morris. Have you guys heard No Limit? That's Cardi B's new song. She's hot on that verse, baby. I mean, that may be one of the top verses of 2017. We didn't even get to it because it came out right at the end of the year. It happens, gang. That's what happens with hip-hop. You got to keep up with it. And, you know, if you walk down Melrose, there's guys that stand there. They still try to sell you hip-hop CDs. They try to hand you the CD and they play it for you. You put the headphones on. Those guys need a new job soon, right? Don't those guys need a new job? Like, is that getting phased out, like the coal industry? What are they going to do? Be like... uh, Maybe I'll hire one. For what? What am I going to... Maybe... You know what they could do? Like UFC corner man. Like there's a fighter, then he sits down on the stool, and then those guys come up. Hey, man, you want to buy... <laughs> you want to buy this CD? Check it out. Look, man, I'm in the middle of a fight. I only got like a minute and a half to, to, to hang out here, man. No, no problem, man. It's, it's real quick. They pop the headphones on him. He starts bobbing his head. Yeah, sounds pretty good. Coach, give him a 10 spot. 
This 20 guy. All right. Hold on. I'll, I'll pay it the next round. Another improv ran out of gas before your eyes. Have you ever tailed anybody? Is that that wrong? I mean, I deserve to do that, don't I? Don't I? I got a low carbon footprint. You know what he's saying? I'm not ruining the environment. I got no kids ruining the environment. I should be a lot of privilege. You get to ruin the ozone. I get to stalk people. I think it's good. All right, where are we at? Number, I got to find another one. Hang on. Kramer with Six Pack, the summer single from 2017, illustrious produced by the great Brett Starred, summer starred Morris. He put some noises on that one, boy. That's some dope bloop bloop blips on that. Well, gang, uh, yeah, New Year is here. We had a great time last year, didn't we? And this year could be. Even better. Hey, check out uh, Brooks Whelan's podcast. It's about um, what jobs comedians had before they were um, comedians. And he called me on there and we wound up doing a jumbo episode because it turns out I had 25 some odd jobs before I got to stand up comic. So um, most of them ended quick. They ended in flames. They ended in shame. So check out that episode. I had a great time doing that with Brooks. Um, all right, I got a shark tank for you. Here we go. See if you'd buy this. Hello, sharks. My name is Howard Kramer. I'm from Los Angeles, California, and I'm seeking $200,000 for 3% of my business. Terrible wearings. Terrible wearings. Clothes that you can tear off at any given time. Simply tear off your terrible wearings and another terrible wearings garment will be shipped to you. Uh, is there a sensor in the garment? Does it, does it, does it, does it, does it ship automatically? No, no, uh, Mr. Wonderful, you have to alert it. You have to just, you just touch a button on the app. Oh, I see. Okay, so it's uh, it's it's off the phone. Yes. Uh, yes, Mr. Mark Cuban? Um, yes. Um, can I put a Dallas Mavericks logo on this? No. Uh, yeah, oh, uh, yes. I'm out. Damn, I lost Cuban. I, I hemmed and hawed too much. 
Uh, Robert, um, what do you feel? Uh, I'm out. Lori, I'm out. Mr. Wonderful, I'll give you $1 for 99%. I'm out. Barbara, um, come here, honey. I'm going to give you a sweet hug, bubble. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab, I'm gonna squeeze cheek on this hug, baby. Uh, let's do it. Let's. Well, you've got yourself a deal. All right. Terrible wearings. Thanks, guys. Let's see what's coming in at number one. I down to the shore. When I left that six pack was no more. I took the six pack down to the shore. When I left that six pack was no more. And we'll see you on the next Who Hype Who Hype Who Hype Who. Thank you.